Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable, value-driven Dynamics 365 content. Kevin, let me ask you something. Whenever you have a problem with a product and need to troubleshoot or fix it, what do you do? Well, first things first, I bing it. I need to see if other people have the same problem I have or if I'm just unlucky that day or I'm being an idiot. And that's possible, right? And some days my searches lead me to the FAQs for a product. Ultimately, I do whatever I can before having to resort to calling product support. It's not that I'm afraid to call. I definitely am okay with that. That's what we do, right, for our day job. But I use them as a last resort because of the unpredictable wait times. I don't know if I'm going to be on hold for five minutes or five hours. How about you, KJ? What do you do to solve a problem with the product? Well, like you, my friend, I bing it. And I also read through the knowledge articles and frequently ask questions, right? But one thing I also do is leverage a company's chat window simultaneously as I'm working on my end. This way, I have multiple channels getting to the solution I need. So when people ask me what efficiency is, I'm going to share this anecdote with them. I've still got much to learn from you, my friend. That's genius. Maybe we should do a mini series around KJ's life hacks and pro tips. <laughs> well, thanks for that. In all seriousness, though, the chat is a great channel for helping create a smooth customer service experience. And taking it a step further, Microsoft has a power virtual agent that can assist customers with their service issues like an agent would in the real world, but in a quicker, more efficient and arguably more intelligent way. And from my understanding, at the highest level, I'm not the expert like our expert is today. It's easy to configure and frees up an immense amount of agent resources and time. That is very, very true. But let's go ahead and introduce today's guest. Brian Cowie is a principal technical specialist here at Microsoft who's been working with Microsoft Technologies for nearly 20 years with deep expertise across the one Microsoft cloud, including various roles with implementation, consulting, sales engineering, and management. He utilizes applications throughout the Microsoft 365 and Dynamics 365 platforms to identify how the Microsoft toolset can help achieve his customers' goals. By leveraging his background in user experience, security, system architecture, and integration strategies, he works to map organizational outcomes to business value, leveraging Microsoft business applications, focusing on Dynamics 365 and the Power Platform. Brian, thank you for coming back onto the show. We love the content you provided for us around Microsoft Build. And you mentioned one of the marquee things there was Power Virtual Agents. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So thank you for being on the Digestible Dynamics podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. So for those that don't know, what exactly is the Power Virtual Agent? 
Yeah. So when you think about power virtual agents, people normally just think about it from a conversational bot perspective. But I always like to do is really turn it all the way back in how we all understand that experiences, that they're changing based off of what our customers' desires, channels, and, and what their demands are. We all know there's sometimes that you want to go in, you want to talk, you want to see a person, and then there's other times that you just want to get something done and get the heck out of there, right? So similarly for organizations, there's times where you want to most focus on increasing productivity for those human interactions and really make sure that those are only being used for the most difficult discussions and not the whole, let me bing that for you, right, sort of an answer. So when I think about Power Virtual Agents, it's about meeting your customers where they are and when they want to interact. Let them self-serve themselves in places where it makes more sense to not involve in individuals' human capital. But even more so, it's really being a force multiplier in a way that people can interact with you and your organization. Love it. And if I understand correctly, it's part of that self-service arm And I think that's where the market is going, even from the sales perspective. People do their research. I bought a car maybe two years ago, and I watched a ton of YouTube videos. And it's like, okay, I decided on it, and this is the one I'm going to. Did one test drive, and I knew it. So I'm liking that to, likening that, excuse me, to on the service perspective. Okay, I watched YouTube channels. I'm trying to figure this out. The self, the, the bot or the power virtual agent would help navigate me without taking up resources. Is that fair? So I normally think about it in two areas. Self-service is definitely one, and then deflection is the other. So when you think about you know, self-service from a customer perspective, you natively go to support, right? Or when I, when I quickly want to get to somebody, can I answer that question quickly before I can actually get to an individual? Maybe you think about it from a supplier or distributor perspective. Let me figure out where this order is you know, when it's going to be on a truck, how it's going to be able to be delivered to me. Or from an employee perspective, IT and HR are prime for these sorts of self-service scenarios, right? If it's ticket management, if it's let me update my, you know, my benefits, like all of that kind of stuff from a self-service. And then deflection very much so on a service standpoint, right? Uh, Especially from a customer service scenario where you have a pool of resources that then get escalated up to. So self-service and deflection are kind of the key places that I look into for PVA. Love the self-service. So when we think about power virtual agents, it starts with power. We know that we have the power platform. And so my my question is, is how does power virtual agents fit into that overall story of the power platform along with Dynamics 365? Yeah, so the power platform is always about lowering that bar of entry to get more done. So every time that I introduce the power platform, it's How can I get quicker and easier for analyzing, acting, automating, assisting, or making accessible my data regardless of wherever it is? And I see, uh, I have my five A's, right? So I see assist is really where Power Virtual Agents come in to lower that bar of entry for these conversational chatbots. PVA is built on top of the Azure Bot Framework services. So really, you can go from a pro-code perspective with Bot Framework and skilling and direct line and all of that kind of good stuff, or being able to get closer to where individuals are actually answering these questions with tools like Power Virtual Agents. So we're not only using Dynamics, we're also using Azure. 
we're using the entire Microsoft platform to provide this service for our customers. Oh, very much so, right? I mean, not to minimize it, but Dynamics is just another data source when it comes down to power virtual agents itself, regardless if you're looking at you know, opportunity, account contact, right, order information, you know, work order perspective from a field service sort of standpoint, or if you're even needing to tap into inventory, finance, supply chain, right, sort of mechanisms, but you can also then bring in any other data source into that mix uh, in a low-code perspective if it's either tapping into uh, Power Automate to be able to do data dips into some of these different areas or starting to leverage the more embedded PowerFX functions that are actually built now inside of PVA with our new technology preview. No, that that is pretty cool. So when, when, when I think about Power Virtual Agents, I think about help desks. I think about automating their job. I remember being in the military and running a help desk and answering calls 24-7 um, <laughs> for password resets. Or if you remember being on help desk yourself and people calling in and saying, hey, that coffee holder doesn't work anymore. Uh, <laughs> so that's the fun part. But I think about Power Virtual Agents and using it in terms of password resets, answering ask simple questions that may arise. And I also think about it, you know, now that we have those those customer service platforms, I also think about it in Smart Assist. So I know that's a, a, a feature within Dynamics 365 that would, you know, that Power Virtual Agents is, is helping along with, right? But what other applications can Power Virtual Agents be paired with? So I think the, the one thing that we're really getting into even more, Han, which just extends that customer service lens even more, is into telephony. So if you think about IVRs and how difficult a lot of these IVRs are to update. I mean, we heard a lot of different customers during the pandemic when it came down, how long it would take just to be able to update their IVRs to their call centers when all of a sudden people couldn't make it in. And that information for you know how long a wait time was going to be or when their actual operating hours were, were completely changed. Now you have the ability to make that change no different than you would a Word document, right? A PowerPoint slide. You can make those adjustments and have that not only be translatable to a little chatbot sitting on your website itself, but also for your IVR. And even more specifically, get into more speech-specific patterns utilizing SSML in there for emphasis for all of these different sort of pieces that are maybe a little bit different from a voice perspective than they are from a traditional, you know, text chat back and forth sort of a standpoint. Love it. Love it. Now, Brian, we talked a lot about from the perspective of customer service, and it totally makes sense as to why a PVA could be used for that. Are there any out, outside of the box types of scenarios where you could use a PVA maybe as like a virtual assistant internally for, I don't know, better sales or better field service resource allocation or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I even think about just give me give me more information on this account, on this person that can go and look up that information into your customer 360, into your CRM, into your ERP, and the end user doesn't need to know where that data actually is, right? They can just go to, you know, body or whatever it is that you want to be able to call it, and you can embed that directly inside of Teams. You can do it inside of your mobile app. You can do it in the web. And once again, you can do it from a speech sort of a standpoint as well. So all of that being said, it's 
let me meet people where they are from a self-service capability. If I need to look up knowledge, right, look up the status of something, look up where the heck I need to drive to since I haven't been out of my house in three years, right? Like, let me quickly make sure to understand where I need to go without necessarily needing to bother another human being who might need to be able to focus their information on things that are more pressing than let me bring that for you. Love it. So it, it basically using self-service and deflection, but internally to make things more efficient. It's almost like instead of having to manually search for something, you could just, and, and then bugging your coworker, like, hey, where is this? You could just talk to uh, an intelligent assistant that says, I know exactly what you're looking for. Now, when it comes to configuring the Power Virtual Agent, when I hear it, it sounds intimidating, but just can you, at a high level, walk us through how easy it is, because I've experienced with it as well, uh, how actually easy it is and to configure the Power Virtual Agent experience. Yeah, when, when you have a bot created, which is, you know, as similar as saying, hey, I want to create this app or I want to go ahead and create this document, all you then start to do is you line up topics, right? This is a high level topic that I want to start going down. And then it's just decision tree time, right? Let me ask you a question. Let me branch based off of your answers in where you want to be able to go. So you can have it be very sequential from that nature, or you can even have those, you know, tie back into other nodes inside of your individual topic or transfer to a different topic all up. And then even more so, if you then need to escalate to a human agent, we literally have an action for that. Escalate. And then it just goes into our engagement hub and all of a sudden people are then interacted as well as all of that conversation that you've had with that chatbot is transferred over so that you don't need to ask the same set of questions again, like what's your account number and you know what is your PIN and what's your last name and all of that kind of good stuff. All of the information can already be provided along with then driving sentiment on top, understanding where people are getting lost, maybe inside of those topics. And we're leveraging AI to make that authoring experience even better for individuals to help them along the way as pe- people use those chatbots more and more. I love it. And you mentioned being able to track what people are saying. So when I hear that, there's some reporting associated with it. And that would make sense as you're trying to understand why, what types of questions people keep asking, where the hangups are, et cetera. So what type of reporting is associated with the Power Virtual Agent? Yeah, so all of the conversational history is stored inside of Dataverse. Uh, so you can either leverage some of our native analytics tools that are built into the platform, or if you want to, you can even leverage Power BI, right, from an analytics perspective to tap into those conversational transcripts uh, to be able to get a little bit deeper, right, sort of insights uh, based off of the information you need. And then, of course, you know, with the kind of rolling history and GDPR compliance that we need, Right, that we're being able to auto-purge more and more of that information at a high-level perspective. So if you need to offload that into a different data warehouse or data lake right, from, a, from an analytics standpoint, you, you can definitely do that as well. Love it. Brian, you really broke down what a Power Virtual Agent is, and I appreciate you highlighting the common use cases and thinking outside of the box as to how it could be used outside of externally servicing customers, but being able to navigate internal data better. So thank you for highlighting that. Using Microsoft Power Platform, I know we're all MCU nerds here. We're, it sounds like we're not too far off from having our own type of, of technology to be Tony Stark. I don't see why not, Jarvis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you, Brian. I love that response. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a show for you, the innovators with content directly from the experts. 
while we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode. If you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks.